Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And welcome. This is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're podcast hosts, and Mm -hmm, we always mm -hmm. encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you want to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail, send us a text message, drop an eggplant emoji at 781-591-0390 and our email where you can also leave us a voice memo is forever35podcast at gmail.com. You know how Kate likes her eggplant emoji text. Dory, not only do people now send them to me in Instagram DMs, but I'm doing this like pre-order special for people who pre-ordered my book and I'm making videos for people. Uh Uh-huh. And in many of the messages to me, 
There are eggplant emojis. A couple horse heads, but mostly the eggplant. That's <clears throat> hilarious. It's our secret um, language. I love it. Well, just a reminder that you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. And you can sign up for our newsletter at Forever35Podcast.com slash newsletter. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm coughing. Is it COVID? Is it a cough? Is it nothing? Who knows? But I apologize in advance. I'm hacking away over here. It's okay, Kate. No We've got sick kids at home who keep getting negative rapid tests. So <clears throat> we're in that kind of weird, mysterious place where nobody, people don't feel good and they have COVID symptoms, but tests aren't helping. So who knows what's going on over here? Who knows? Who knows, Dory? <clears throat> Excuse me, but I can tell you that Last night, I made dinner for my family, and it was so bad that Anthony tried it beforehand and was like, I, we can't eat this. That is hilarious. And I threw it out. <laughs> and I need you to know, he grew up like having to eat, drink spoiled milk. Like he, he can handle anything. He That's can eat anything. He will eat so whatever funny. is in front of him. Like, <laughs> and he was like, I can't. That What happened was I <clears throat> recently last week received my blood work results from my annual physical and I have high cholesterol that I need to kind of start dealing with. And so, you know, I spoke with my doctor and I'm looking for a dietitian to work with this, to work on this with as well. But the biggest takeaway is that I have to lower, you know, saturated fats. I have to kind of cut out some red meat and dairy and eat <clears throat> more plant-based. So, of course, being the obsessive ADHD person I am, I immediately have taken this on like full force. It's my new hobby. Mm -mm. So I, of course, decided to make a vegan macaroni and cheese. Okay. I bought the raw cashews. I soaked the cashews. I made the sauce. I also should say I used a chickpea pasta because I was trying to get some protein. So a oh, combination oh, of the oh. chickpea pasta <laughs> no. and the vegan sauce. I feel like if you're going to make vegan mac and cheese, you at least have to use regular old yep, yep, yep. <laughs> macaroni. I know. I really I learned my lesson the hard way. So like... I, I whipped it all together and I actually didn't think it was that bad. I ate it, but Anthony took a bite and he was like, Oh my God. He's like, I can't, my mouth is so dry. Like he just, he like couldn't handle it. And he's like, I'm not going to be able to eat that. I was like, I do you think our kids will eat it. And he's like, definitely not. So then we did like the emergency chicken nugget cooking 10 minutes before we were trying to have dinner. Oh my we can't gosh. even eat together anyway right now. So it was like, Right. So it was just like, why bother? Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, why did I even try to have dinner? What was I thinking? But yeah. So, you know, it's this is going to be a journey of figuring out, you know, like some just, I don't know. It, it was a it was a bad experiment, but I'd always wanted to try a vegan macaroni and cheese because people always say that cashews are excellent cheese substitutes. 
Can I ask you why you didn't just buy vegan cheese? Because I'm trying not to eat processed foods. So, so let me just flag this and say, like, this learning about high cholesterol is interesting for me because I have done so much work on like rewriting all my diet culture training. Yeah. And undoing decades of diet culture in my brain. Yeah. That now when I say something like, I'm not eating processed foods in my, I don't want it to sound, um, it's, it's hard for me to like, to, to even look at health and food without feeling just the essence of diet culture all around. So when I say stuff like this, totally. please know, like, I am figuring this out for myself. I'm, I am learning about cholesterol. Um, it's possibly genetic, but I am also, you know, so, and I'm not going on medication just yet, but I am, you know, working on making some, some lifestyle changes, including like stress, figuring out, you know, good exercise, et cetera. Anyway, so part of this is trying not to eat processed foods, meaning, you know, like Im impossible meat or um, vegan, you know, and, and, and Please, if I'm wrong, educate me on vegan cheese if it is not a very processed food. But in my experience, it might be. So I don't know, Dory. Live and learn. I've always just wanted to make a cashew cheese sauce. I thought it would be more delicious than it ended up being. I, I mean, I like I have no I have no dog in this fight, as <laughs> as they say. You know what I mean? Like you don't work for big vegan cheese, Dory? No, I don't. But I do I do think that there probably are some vegan cheeses that are not super processed, but they might be expensive. Like I'm I mean, looking at this one, I just googled one. Okay, okay. Um that Erewhon sells. Oh god. Called Nuts for Cheese. Okay. Um and the ingredients are all very like they're all real foods. Now is there a saturated fat content, Dory? Turns uh, out that's 4. what I'm supposed 5, to be paying attention to. 4.5 grams. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say oh, no. Oh, okay. I mean, Dory, also like, <laughs> I turned to Anthony when I got this diagnosis and I was like, did you know we're supposed to be worried about saturated fats? And he was like, uh, yes. Like, that's everybody knows that. And I was like, that's weird because I, sna I snack on butter. Like, right. he was like, you eat pretty well. And I was like, I know. But then also, like, I take the butter out of the fridge and that's like my snack. So, you know. Right. You know. Okay. I don't know. Also, maybe the saturated fat in that is not that bad. Again, see, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about yet. So I'm just kind of going into this blindly and very confused. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a really good subreddit that you could go deep into. Yes, there is. That's a really good point. I should get on low cholesterol Reddit. I think low cholesterol Reddit might have the answers to all Slash of your problems. Like vegan cheese Reddit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I wish you could have tried this, Dory. I wish I made this for you. I'm just, I'm just like <laughs> laughing inside at the notion of your like very easy to please uh, food wise husband completely yeah. rejecting. <laughs> It's like I if mean, your dog rejects something. That, that's literally what it was like. <laughs> it was like, 
<laughs> it blew my mind. And, and, and he's oh not my like, gosh. He's, he will try anything. He will eat almost anything. And, right. uh, and he's like a good, like, I feel like he's generally like a very easygoing, like when it comes to this stuff, oh, yeah. easygoing, good natured, like not a picky eater, not a dieter. Like he's just kind of like whatevs. He is whatevs, yeah, but <laughs> but he was not whatevs about the vegan mac and cheese. Oh my god, it was. He was like, no way. He like couldn't <laughs> talk because his mouth was so dry. He was like, <laughs> but you didn't think it was that bad. I actually thought it was like kind of tasty, but I had made so much, and I was just like, no one's gonna eat this. Right, right, right. And I don't right. like wasting either. So I was just like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. Also, just because of the state of the world, I've been doing Instacart and kept trying to get raw cashews and they kept replacing them. So I have like 30 pounds of roasted cashews right now because I kept trying to find oh raw. You know, I don't know, Dory. 2022 is off to a rough and rocky but fun start. Oh, baby. You know, I'm just trying to care for this this heart, this cardiova- cardiovascular health. Who knew? Self-care at 42. I mean, it's it's a journey. It gets l- a lot less fun than like when I was 36 and I was like, it's just, it's about French skincare. And now I'm like, oh, it's about my arteries. Yeah. I hear that. I really hear that. Um, well, kind of along similar lines. My foot is feeling a lot better. I'm realizing it's like my foot. It's not really my ankle. I'm I still worried walk. about you, honestly. I'm still worried that you really hurt it. I don't think I did because it has been getting progressively better every day. Um, but it does still hurt. And like, I don't want to do anything like high impact on it. But yeah, this was a sort of like, oh, is this like more of a thing because I'm old? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Also, I played I I played outdoor mahjong last night. Oh, and I one know. of the one of the women I play with had just had a birthday. Oh. And she turned 37 and she was oh. like, "I really feel old. I'm in my mm. late 30s." And the mm. other two women were 35 and I was just sort of like, "Oh, it was like a real like, oh my sweet summer child moment, yeah. you know." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was like 23 telling telling my coworkers that I felt old and the they were probably in their early 30s at the time and the looks they gave me. Oh, but yeah. But you do feel it. Like when you're you do feel in it. the moment. I, like, I mean, yeah. I remember like being 22 at work and thinking that like my 26-year-old coworker was old. Yes. Yes. So, look, I get it. And like, eh. I don't know. It doesn't like ultimately it doesn't matter. It was just it was just sort of funny. Well, there is this like I think we've talked about this before, but like I do feel like I think also because we are approaching like perimenopause and menopause there's just this kind of like a lot of bodily change that happens in this age that mm. you kind of are intellectually aware of, but you don't right. quite grasp what it entails. And like anything relating to the body of people avec les uteruses, mm-hmm. 
nothing's talked about. Nobody talks about any of it. Yeah. Because nobody, you know, because our bodies are not the valued bodies in the society. So yeah. Why would anyone talk about menopause? I mean, I know more people are, but you know what I mean? Like just the, like nobody tells you anything. I know. Have you ever talked to your mom about menopause? Like her experience with menopause? No. I'd be curious. Should we get her on the pod to talk about menopause? <laughs> yeah. Well, because like genetically, <sighs> you you will probably have a similar experience I to what your mom went through, I remember that she was still getting her period like well into her 50s. Yeah. I think my mom was like kind of s- starting menopause in her early 50s. She was always talking about hot flashes and I would like laugh mm-hmm. at her. And now I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. Should have been so dismissive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to come back to haunt me. Yep, those night sweats. They're I'm happening. Already having night sweats. Are you having night sweats? No. Oh my god, I have them. Uh, if anything, I'm having like night coldness. <laughs> like I wake up, I'm like, why is it so fucking cold in here? <laughs> I gotta put on a sweatshirt. <laughs> I mean, I do have that also where I'm sleeping with an entirely my own giant comforter that Anthony does not use. Like I have fifty layers need, right now. I going. need to do that. I need to because Matt runs hot and I yeah. don't, and so. There's a real imbalance there. Oh yeah, I was I was going to bed like dressed to go skiing, and then finally I was like, I could just add another blanket. <laughs> totally dressed to go skiing. It's so true. It's so true. Oh my god, I'm like, I feel like I've seriously contemplated going to sleep in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, people I did know. like those were that's what like nightcaps were. Yes, it was freezing. It was so cold. I get it. Yeah, a hat going to sleep honestly sounds great. I mean, I I'm wearing I wear gloves to bed for my hands, and that's kind of they like kind of keep my hands warm. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Maybe I'll bring back the nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be one like one like, that's real really long. Yeah, yeah, really long <laughs> with like a little pom pom on the end. It's also hilarious that we're talking about this living in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like seventy degrees. Where, like, when I say it gets cold at night, I mean... 45. Yeah, like, the coldest it's been at night. Actually, there have been a couple times that I've woken up and it's been um, 39. Oof. See? Like, in the last last few weeks. That is nightcap weather. But these last few days, it's been, like, I've woken up, it's been in the 50s. Which is, like, if you lived in Chicago and it was the 50s, people would be out in, like, flip-flops and booty shorts. <laughs> I know. It's literally, like, two degrees right now on the East Coast. It's very cold. Yeah, it's extremely cold. Meanwhile, we are freezing. I know. I'm talking about nightcaps. Um, anyway, all right. Kate, we should take a little pause. Okay, we'll BRB. And we will BRB. Okay. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it, like, the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. 
Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right. We are back. All right. Well, here's an email that I actually have an update for. This person wrote, have either of you tried any of the period underwear that apparently is being targeted towards me on Insta? I have recently had an IUD placed and have much lighter periods, not usually requiring a tampon. And I'm curious on these absorbable underwear as an alternative since my bleeding has been light. Um, I just ordered a couple products from Thinks and I like them. I have, uh, their sleep shorts, which Mm. come with like a, basically like an underpant liner. And, um, I see, I have a very heavy period, so I have to wear all these things with a menstrual disc. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, So different experience than this listener, but I really like those for nighttime, you know, instead of like wearing a, a big pad, which is what I would normally do. And then I also got one of their, briefs with a lighter um, absorbency. And Mm. I wore those recently also. And I really liked them. I tried their like heavier absorbency products and it's just not the free bleeding experience. I just can't kind of handle it. 
Yeah, me neither. But I really like these light, like I think I got a bikini short or something, um, as an accessory to go along with my other menstrual products. Okay. And I haven't tried any other brand, but there are there are lots out there now, which is amazing. Like the fact that my children will have access to stuff like this is so cool. Yeah, it is cool, isn't it? I mean, it's just so different, like from how so different. I mean, periods are just talked about in a different way now than they were when we were first menstruating. Oh my god. Yes. It's so, it's honestly exciting to me to just be able to freely speak about it and and try to help unburden the feelings of shame that we were, you know, taught. But yeah, I've I've only tried Thinks. I really like them. I would love to hear about any other brands that people are loving. Um, I think this would be a great alternative for this listener. If you're not using a tampon, you just like, let it go. (laughs) Bleed away. All right, here is another email. Hi, Cat and Door. Everything is chaos. Everything is a nightmare. These are two of the sentiments expressed at the top of episode 202. With so much love, in addition to being gentle with how you talk to and about yourselves, please be gentle with how you talk about the world around you. I have a tendency to catastrophize too, and if I'm honest, It's only made every hard moment in my life worse. I wish you only the best in every hard situation you face. And I hope even in those tough times, you can look around and realize not everything is chaos and not everything is a nightmare. I wish that for me too. Mm. Listener, I got this email this morning and I will tell you that your words resonated. And I was like kind of noticing the world around me a bit more and being like, okay, I'm grateful for this. I see the oranges growing on the tree. I smell the air. I felt, I was like, okay, I'm going to just try to pause and like appreciate the existence of life around me. But I will also say, shit is a nightmare right now. And I, I, my mental illness is, I is catastrophization. That is part of obsessive compulsive disorder. So I totally feel you in terms of someone who does this a lot. But I also do think that there is, um, it's important to, to honor when things are bad and not try to, not try to like optimism our way out of it. And right now, I think things are pretty bad for many people. And I am one of the people for whom things are bad in a great, like, it's bad for my privileged ass. You know what I'm saying, Dory? Like, Mm -hmm. it's bad and I've got a lot of good shit going on. So uh, I think we also just have to be honest about the fact when, when things are very hard or do feel like chaos and a nightmare in our lives and like not to sugarcoat what is happening around us. You know, I mean, there is there is a lot of rough stuff that is going on. And I just want to make sure that we are making this a space where we can say that and not have to, you know, dance around it. I agree with all of that. I think that there is a fine line between being a realist and being, 
you know, an over catastrophizer. But I also think that it doesn't do anyone any good to be like a Pollyanna and just, you know, completely ignore everything that's going on around us. Yeah. So, and at the same time, I understand the the urge to not want to, you know, let the the negative or the fear overwhelm the other aspects of one's life. But is a Pollyanna as a person who just like puts their head in the sand or is like, nothing's bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's grim out there. Yeah. And, you know, I also understand that like a lot of people listen to our show to kind of escape from gesturing all of this. You know what I mean? I get that. Um, and but I think, you know, we are human. We are also people existing in this world. And sometimes that reality is going to seep in. Yeah, it's and it's so, seeping right now. Look, it, it is, is seeping. seeping. It's just it drip, seeping. drip, drip, drip. Yeah. Dora, you haven't really been exposed to Encanto, have you? No, I have not. My, I just I tried to show my son Moana a couple months ago and he just was like not interested like i want to just play with this tea set leave me alone i mean kind of (laughs) but i have he he has like i feel like his brain is like developing very rapidly at this point and like things that he was not interested in like a month ago he will be interested in now yeah and so i am curious about whether he would be able to sit through a movie because i know um friends of mine who have kids his age have told me that like, Oh, they like, he loves frozen or, you know, like their kids are sitting through movies. So I don't know. Um, but no, we have not, we have not seen in, in Kanto. I mean, I just accidentally quoted in Kanto because it's all that is playing in my house all the time, especially because my kids are now are currently home like 24 seven. Oh yes. Yes. Oh yes. boy. Anyway, it's a great soundtrack, but it's in my brain. Um, okay. Well, let's just shift gears and talk about regifting because we have an email from a listener responding to a regifting question. And then we have the original listener coming in with an update. I love it. Okay. Um, I'll read the first email. You want to take the second? I'd love to. Okay. So first, here is a response. This is a response to the person who wrote about her brother continually regifting something she doesn't want rather than getting her something she's told him she does want and need. She is totally right to be bothered by this. I get it. My husband jokes that gifts aren't my love language. They're my hate language. And here's why. If the gift misses the mark, the gifter has not only not given me something I can use or appreciate, worse, they've given me a chore. Now I have to figure out how to store, re-gift, dispose of, or sell the item. I know I sound like the most ungrateful person, but the waste involved in this practice drives me nuts. Of course, I can't just throw these things in a dumpster. So I have spent hours going back and forth regarding pickups on my local buy nothing group, finding charities that will take the randomest things and selling things on eBay so that I can put the money towards a gift my kids do want or sometimes their dental bills. If some of these generous gifters would simply ask and then follow up by actually getting us what we ask for, I would be so appreciative. Food for thought. Definitely food for thought. So the original listener wrote us um, after we played their question. And 
they added a little bit more information or they clarified something for me in this comment that I, I wanted to circle back to. So, Dory, do you want to take it away? I would love to. Hi, I'm the listener who wrote in about regifting. Thanks for answering my question on the pod. So exciting. And thank you for helping me reframe the narrative around regifting. Originally, I was a little frustrated around the regifting as my brother and his wife were the ones who came up with the idea of our Christmas wish list. So it was strange to me that they'd create it and then not follow it. But hey, it is what it is and not a big deal. You were totally right in saying that the gift made me feel unseen. I think that's why it bothered me. I was feeling like, why am I not deserving of you to take the time to think of something that I would actually like? But Dory is right. Definitely not the hill I want to die on. And I've graciously accepted the gifts and moved on. Love to you both and have a beautiful weekend ahead. Now, am I wrong? I don't remember the fact that the brother and the wife came up with the idea of the Christmas wish list. I don't remember that either. <sighs> Maybe it was there, but I don't remember that. I mean, this li- the listener's right. It is strange to me that they would pitch that idea create it and then not follow it. That would make me bonkers. That would be very annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there, like this, this really tells you what I was like as a child, but like, there's nothing worse than following the rules, especially like following it. And then the person who made the rules doesn't follow it. Yeah. Oh, I would lose my mind. So I I think I see a little bit more this listener's frustration after getting this follow up. Yeah, totally. Ooh. Well, I love a Mm. regifting conversation. Me too. Uh, It's it's an it's an interesting one. It Um, is. It is. And yeah, I mean the the previous emailer is totally right. Like, yes, you can say like you can get rid of the gift, but then that also like puts the responsibility of getting rid of the gift on you, which is yes. annoying and like emotional and actual labor that you need to perform. So yeah, look, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get all of it. But I, I do stand by my original comment that like we should not, I think as a society, I think we should not be critical of regifting. I believe that we got another email kind of saying something along the lines of like regifting is fine as long as like the recipient would actually like want the gift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like don't just regift to like get rid of something and like with yes. no thought of like who it's going to. But I agree with that. Like I think as a concept regifting is totally fine. I'm also like let's normalize just giving away like giving gifts of yours that have been used. Like we recently went to a one-year-old's birthday party. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give them two old books of Henry's that like he's kind of outgrown. One of which we had, we somehow ended up with two copies of. And I was like, great done. And they, you know what? They were so happy. They were like, Oh, thank you. So I would like to normalize that also. Great. Or secondhand gifts from a secondhand store. Secondhand, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, we did that actually with books for our friend's son's birthday, Eleanor and Lydia. We had a bunch of books we were going to be giving away and donating, and they each picked one to give to him. And it was great. Well, if you recall from my baby shower, which you so graciously hosted, we asked people to bring a book and we said it can be new or you know, one of your favorites that you want to get rid of. And and some people bought new books and some people gave me some of their kids old books and like, that was great. totally great. Yeah. 
So I'm here for this. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, All right. let's take another short break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right, we have returned with a question. Help. I was asked to lead a fireside chat with a very high profile member of my company who I am honestly a little starstruck by later this month. I'm thrilled, honored, and terrified that I will have to talk to her in front of the entire company for an hour. I've never done anything like this. What are your interview tips for keeping the conversation going, asking not weird questions, and getting over your Zoom slash stage fright slash imposter syndrome when interviewing someone you feel a little intimidated by, aka my imposter syndrome, is in overdrive? Okay. <clears throat> I have a couple thoughts. When your imposter syndrome is is like, you know, chirping in your ear, remind yourself that you were asked to do this for a reason. Yes. And you can do it. You can. You simply, you can do it. That's it. In terms of interviewing, I have done a lot of interviews, as has Dory, <clears throat> prior to even recording this podcast. Um, I used to do a ton of celebrity interviews. And I personally feel like the key, and I hope this isn't bad advice, but for me, over preparing helped me feel really confident that I was going into a situation ready 
So knowing everything you want to know about this person, like, you know, reading and researching everything you can, getting your interview questions organized and prepared ahead of time is just key. Um, and I would, I would have, you know, you can never have too many questions if you like it, just write as many out as you can. They can be as simple as like, what's your favorite color? But I mean, I think, you know, to keep the conversation going, make sure you know enough about this person that you are interviewing so that you can ask a follow up question off the top of your head because you hear something that, you know, sparks curiosity. And asking not weird questions. I mean, you're not going to do this. I want to reassure you. You're not going to do this. What could be weird? Like, did you fart today? You're not going to ask that. I, you know, like there's no, uh, there's not, there's really not such a thing, I think, as a weird question that you are going to write down and then have people be like, oh, that was weird. I agree with everything you said. The other thing that I just wanted to suggest as a, as an option and like you don't have to do this, but would be to do some kind of like pre-interview with Mm -hmm. this very high profile member of your company. Um, whether it's just over email or you have a quick, you know, five or 10 minute zoom, um, with this person. But, you know, I, I would, I would say something like, I'm so looking forward to, chatting with you um you know i was i think i'm going to like and give them some like general topics that you're going to ask about and then you can always also say um is there anything you you don't want to address and is there anything else i should you know any other areas or topics that you would want to cover and Such kind of a like great suggestion dory let them give you some guidance because there are probably things that like you don't know about them um, that they might like let you in on. And then that could be an interesting kind of avenue for you to go down. I love that idea. I love that idea so much. Thank I, I also, just as you were talking, I was thinking you could practice with a friend or a partner. Just practice asking your questions, having them answer. You know, you can role play. That's a good idea. And, and, and really rehearse. There's nothing wrong with with that. No, nothing wrong with that at all. Good luck. I can't wait to hear how it goes. You're going to do great. I really believe in you. You are going to nail this. Wow. (sighs) Let's end with a voicemail from a listener who is wittier than we could ever be, Dory. I had to pause the pod when you were discussing reality TV and sports because when you pitched this show about the equestrian delight circuit, it needs to be called the real horsewives, right? Love you, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It does. <laughs> the real horsewives, a show. It really? really does the drama of a barn we i mean truly if this is not already being developed we should reach out to somebody i mean you know what kate you should because this is (sighs) not my world at all this is my barn if you will (laughs) this is your barn to bear (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that doesn't make sense it doesn't but it made me laugh doesn't matter (laughs) nothing needs to make sense 
Okay, fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Well, Dory, what a treat as always to talk to you and hear from the people who listen to this podcast. We're so grateful for your thoughts and comments. We are. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. 